0: Today's review, we're learning, we're learning, no, nope, there's nobody, we had somebody, we did have somebody before, but uh, that was the yesterday, died? Who, died? who died, somebody, died. Who died? somebody died. Who died, I forgot who it was, money, it was the Yardside, whatever, but anyway, now we're learning, we're for Hadas 4, Hadass Basranya, for Mirchal Viva Bas Yudis and for Emi Bas um, right, Yehuda had somebody the other day, who was a Yardside or something, okay. And with that, we'll do a review of yesterday's Dafka to today's Daf Mem Dalid. What we started at the Bryce at the bottom of the page on Mem Gimlum base. Bryce says that if somebody's Mavker, okay, again, just to give a little bit of a recap, because it's very helpful to have a recap, okay, we saw in the Mishnah um, um, basically um, a machlokes between Rav Yossi and the Chachamim. Okay, that's on top, Mem Gimel. So the Machlechah is on Mem Gimel. Chachamim uh, say that if there's two people, Muter and it's a problem. Wait, I think something's wrong here. Okay, better. Um, I was on mute or something. Okay, so um, so you have two people. Um, well you know can't benefit the other guy can't benefit from you, and you're out alone walking in the desert or whatever. There's nobody else there, and you want to help out the guy who who cannot benefit from you. So we saw the chacham's opinion is you could just take what you have, make it hefker. Doesn't belong to anybody, and then the other guy can just go, pick it up, and he's good to go because he didn't take it from you. You didn't benefit from him, and Rabbi Yossi says that's not going to work. It's us to do that. That's what we saw in the Mishan Mem Gimel. We, okay, and it's very relevant to do this review. So on, so on Mem Gil we saw Rabbi Yochanan's take, what's the reasoning of Rabbi Yossi? And he said that, the, that Rabbi Yossi looks at Hefker that it's like a matana, like a gift. Okay? Um, uh, just like a gift. It's the gift. It basically, it's like sort of like it's an open gift. I'm gifting to whoever takes it. But it's coming directly from me to him. It's not becoming nobodies. That's the way Rabbi Yossi looks at Efkar, and that's why it's a big problem. Because if I'm making it Efkar, then he takes it, it's going to be a problem. Okay? That's the way Rabbi Yochanan learns. We, in the end, on Daf Mem Gimbal Amid base, we left off right before this we, up. Uh, we, we, we came up with a whole different answer, which was Rabbi answer, which is basically that Rabbi Yossi does not have a different understanding of Hefkar altogether all Rabioski is is worried about is uh, that he doesn't really mean to make it hefker. okay he's uh, it's not a genuine hefker. we're worried about that it's not it's it's his lack of he might be disingenuous he might only really want that this guy could could take it if somebody else would walk in I make it hefker, and then all of a sudden somebody shows up out of nowhere and says oh thanks (laughs) hefker. what do you know and it's like wait a second I I wanted to help out this guy so that's a problem, just like we find by Manas Piskoron, which was uh, the story where there was a, a which is coming up. Uh, you know, the the father wasn't allowed to benefit from his son. The son was trying to reconcile with the father, and um, he made his the hefker for the specific purpose so that his father can come and enjoy the meal, and hopefully they'll reconcile, right? And the guy says, "Oh, if it's you know, or you didn't make it, you no, know, like it was a it was a gift." It was a gift so that his father could come and the guy says well if you're making this a gift to me then guess what i'm i'm making it hegdish you know so that was the that and that was like wait a second i'm not i'm not giving it to you only so only in the sense that you can give it to my father which is of course uh you know a, a trickery and it's, that's why that was the issue is so the same thing is is applied over here and that's what rabbi said no so now, um, the b'risa that we brought down is talking about this case. It says that when somebody makes his field haveker, for the first three days, it's, um, it's a retractable uh, statement, meaning he can change his mind. And the way the Ryan explains this, what that means is, is that it's not too late to say, even if somebody picked it up, uh, for the first three days, uh, you, can, you, know, you can say, I changed my mind. I really don't want this to be afkar, And the guy's going to have to give it back to you. Okay, you have, uh, so you have that by sales as well, you know, like uh, somebody sells them something and saying hal- a modern law, they're aware there's this, con- it's like a, a, it's a reversible sale that the guy can j- change his mind for a period of time. Okay. Yeah, so, they call it the cooling off period. A cooling off period, so right. If you buy something, you have like two weeks. Right. You can return it. No, well, there's the lemon loss. <laughs> That's a different direction. That's the guy who buys it can change his mind. Right. But we're talking about the, the right. I mean, the guy who's the guy, he's 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 the, he's the guy. The seller's changing, he's changing he's his mind, mind. or his ability. He's not selling it here. He's making it hefker. You know, like you know. So there's a three day window, but after that, it's too late. If it's gone, what's done is done. However, if um, if the if he made a statement that I want this field to be hefker, but he put a window within which this field should be hefker. So he basically, he said. That it's either for a week, a day, a week, a month, a year, a, a, a seven-year period. So um, uh, then, uh, until somebody takes it, um, he can he can still change his mind. It's not too late to change his mind. Um, but uh, once uh, somebody took it, so it's, what's done is done, and now that guy has it. Okay so um, and the problem that the Gemara had with this price is that uh it seemingly these two opinions are not these two statements are not fitting in one with another. We have the first part that's saying that you know you can't change your mind afterwards after the first three days, but it doesn't make any difference um whether a person acquired it or not. You cannot retract your mind even though nobody picked it up, which is akin to the Rabbana's view in the way Rabbi Yochanan looks at the fundamental difference between Hefker in Rabbi eyes and Hefker in the Reponents' eyes. And then, yeah, uh, you have the second statement, which is basically saying that this is a window, but if nobody picks it up, I can just change my mind, and it's immediately back to being mine, and I don't need to do a whole new Kenyan, it's, it's, uh, so which is really looking at it like Rabbi So that's... What the Gemara said, and to answer, you know, we don't like to have, of course, a, you know, two statements, one right after another, without any names written in, to say that this is going like one opinion, that's going like another opinion. If we have to, we will. We find, you know, tavra, we break up Mishnayas if we gotta do that. We have no choice. But we're looking for a way to sort of have it fit with the same opinion. So we have Ula who says that the safe is going like the Rapanna as well. So then it requires explanation. Um, if the same is going like they're abundant, why would they say that if nobody picks it up, you can just change your mind? Um, and the answer, we said, um, there's a reg... Um, you're looking for another Gemara, or you just looking at the English? Okay, whatever. No, no, I've got... It's, it's, this is split up into two versions. Yeah. So today starts, I got the, the version that starts today here. Oh, oh, I see. You could, okay, you could, you could look at a regular Gemara. Okay, um... Anyway, so uh, the question is okay. So if that's the case, why is it retractable? And we explained that uh, when you, when a person, it's really the idea is, is that when a person made it strictly a window of when this thing should be hefker, and after that window, if nobody picks it up, it stays mine. Then he doesn't really mean it doesn't mean the normal hefker that hefker means. What it really means is, is that it's, uh, is that he's keeping his hand attached to it. And he's giving it a window that somebody in this window, somebody can be, um, gifting those. it to whoever picks it up. But it is direct at that point, uh, and it's and it's like I never really let go. And even the rabbanan would agree in that case. And basically, the rabbanan look at it that that scenario, the way Rabbi Yossi looks at it all the time. That was the way uh, Ra'ula mm-hmm. explained that it's all going according to um, according to Rabbanan. Then we saw. Rish Lakish says the other way around that just like the safe is Rabyosi, so the ratio is really Rabyosi. So why is it that Rabyosi is basically saying that after three days you can't get, you can't retract? Um that's because he doesn't want you to forget the concept of hefkar. Um, the concept of hefkar should not be forgotten. And that's what, and basically it's rabbinic in nature, really Technically, you should be able to retract because, according to him, it's 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 you're gifting it, um, and therefore you change your mind. You can even change your mind after three days. But if we do that, then basically um, it's going to be considered as if it never really left your shos. Now there are things that are Hefkar that are not chayv in ma'isros, and and really that's you know that's the backdrop of all this whole discussion is that that's what this guy's trying to do. He's trying to free by making his field Hefkar, and by reacquiring it, he's sort of. Freeing it up from his need to get to, to separate the thought. that's a he's trying to do a a, a loophole here, okay. Um, so basically, um, that's why uh, that that's why. So as not to forget the concept of hefker, we give it a status as if it's hefker that you cannot change your mind anymore. Okay, so. The question is, um, so then why does it start three days later? The answer is, it's because sometimes it's really to counter the people who don't really need to make an Hefker. And that's by requiring this three-day period, which is, you, can, you know, it doesn't, even, it doesn't even leave your domain at all, really, for the first three days. So uh, that's past the amount of time, so to speak, that a person would um, do it for trickery, trickery purposes. So, uh, uh, you know, they make it hefker and they immediately retract it. But, uh, but okay. But what comes out in this explanation of Rish Lakish is that min haTorah, this uh, this is not a real hefker that frees it from Eisros, because as long as I'm taking back what I what I made what I made hefker, it's like it never left my domain. And if it never left my domain, it was mais- chayv Eisros before I made it hefker. It's chayv still. So the Gemara says. Um, it does, and even if you were saying that it's rabbinically uh, not yours um, so uh, maybe I'm going to take a miser from something that is and on something that's potter or the, vice versa because I'm looking at this that it's not really obligated to separate tithes from minator even though it is minator chayev and uh, the answer is is that they specifically stated that this should be done in that way that when taking tithes on this this field You have to separate Meiser, even though we said that it's Hefker, but it's not really Hefker, but it's as if it's Hefker, rabbinically. And therefore, if you're tithing, you're going to have to tithe from it onto it. So you can't do any other pile on this or this on any other pile, because this is its unique status. Which brought us to the next question. question is, when somebody made his field, his vineyard, this is completely different, he made his vineyard Hefker, and in the morning, he got up and he right away came to harvest the field. So no three-day waiting period, no anything. He made it after the night, the morning. He went ahead and grabbed it himself. He still has to take off the, and give to the poor the part that you would normally give in a vineyard, which is the peret and the olodos and the shikha and the payah. Yeah which is basically, you know, there's different types of grape clusters. There are some that are, like, little disformed. You're supposed to leave that for the poor. That's pered and Olos. you know. And then there's shikra and peya, which is not unique to a vineyard, but uh, whatever you left behind, um, you need to leave, you know, you, like in general, in any bundle. If you leave a bundle behind and you forgot about it, you have to say it's min I should Forget about it. Let the poor come and get it, and pay is the edge of the field that you leave. That also is true by the vineyard. So all that for the poor, all that you still need to leave, but you do not have to separate meiser because you freed yourself from meiser by making it hefker. So the question is, okay, how are we to understand this? If you go with the ulas take, that it's all going like the banon. So, and he's going in a so then maybe this quote is is talking on a de level you're you're because it's true the rabbi's hold that Hafka really makes it that it's not yours, so when it says that you're putmin mycer it means in a uh, in a level okay so it it's at least you can explain it that way, but if, well, how would rich Lakesh read this and the answer that we left off, and this is bringing us to today's daf, is that uh <laughs> that uh Rish Lakish is only explaining Rabbi Yossi's opinion. That's Rabbi Yossi's opinion, okay? This, over here, is going like the rabbis, who do believe Hefkar is real Hefkar, and that would answer the question completely. He never even discussed uh, the other price who's going all like Rabbi Yossi, because, we don't, like we said, we don't want to switch between, switch between the Rish and the seifa. But over here, um, it's all, this is going only like the Rabbana, and Rabbi Yossi would, of course, not agree with it. And that was where we left off yesterday, that's a review of yesterday all right so let's begin the really continuing along the lines with what we said before that was one answer there's another answer okay and this is an interesting answer And and basically what we're suggesting over here is that uh, the preysa uh, that, uh, uh, that we're quoting right now about somebody who's made his, hefker, his vineyard hefker is also going like rabiosi. Um, and, uh, and rabiosi, it, it's true rabiosi says that hefker is not really hefker, but, you know, like it doesn't really leaves your hand. That's only if you did it in front of like an individual or two people or either there's only two other people um, or him and another person, but if you do it in front of three people, then even Rabiosi would agree that that's truly hefker, and it's no longer yours. Back. Right, exactly. And that's basically basically there's like a there's a level of there's a level of hefker that even Rabiosi would hold of. That's no mamish back. hefker. That that when you said that, it's not yours anymore. It's not retractable anymore. It's not, and th- that's a story. And that would fit in very well with the case of the two people in the desert. There was nobody else there. So you made a statement that it's Hefker. That's the problem. It never really leaves your hand. But over here, um, this is a, the, the, a problem. The reason why in the Kerem, in the vineyard, that it's not going to be Chayv and Meiser is because it's the true level of Hefker that he did it the proper way. He publicized it in front of three. That's making it that's making a declaration to all that this is no longer mine. That's really, that's really, does have that, that effect. And that's really the fundamental difference. And that's, and that's where it was su- suggesting over here. Dhamma Rabbi Yechron, Mishum Rabshim Rabbi says in the name of Rabbi Meyatzadak, When you would, uh, make something afker in front of three people, have That's true afker. Befinish time, love afker. But in front of two, it's not a real efkar. So that would explain. Explain what we're saying over here. Um, uh, Basically, if you're not publicizing it, this idea—if you're not publicizing it, your really intent is—is that you know I don't want everybody to have this or anybody to be able to take this. I'm basically telling these two guys: is like you know it's available, you know, up for grabs to you guys. You know, I don't know if you know how kids do this, you know. If somebody has like an extra snack. He says up for grabs, and then the next guy says down for keeps. and he takes it, and it's usually something not worth taking. But whatever, this is what's going on. So that's basically what you're doing. You don't really mean that it's true hefker. You mean it to gift it to one to the people in, that are that are right here. But when you're making a, a declaration in front of three, which is considered a public declaration, then what you're really saying is is that it's no longer mine, and, and that's the that fits very nicely, and that's what Rabbi Yochanan is saying, and that's the answer to what the difference is with the vineyard vis-à-vis the other case. Now, Rabbi Yishua, that's all that says Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi ben Levi Amar, no, Tvar Torah Afil Be'echad Av Hefker. You have to understand that Min Torah, one is Hefker, even in front of one. Matam Am Rebbe So why is there a requirement for three? Kadesh Echad Zochah V'Shnai That's only the way to verify, in other words, that one of these three are actually going to be the one who acquires it, and we have proof, because we don't want the guy waking up tomorrow and saying, like, who says I made it Havkar? Right, sure, I made it Havkar, right? And you don't have two witnesses who could say, yeah, no, we did hear you say that it's Havkar. The only way that there's verification of a statement of Havkar is when you have when you have Adim and another guy taking it. You know, I one guy takes it, and the other two, I heard him say Havkar, and this guy took it. So, you know, whatever, then, it, then that works. So that's the, so it's just a way of proving it, but the statement of Hefker does not require innately three people, according to the way Rabbi Shulman Levy learns, and the uh, Ran spends his time on trying to explain why, um, you know, who we Paskin like. In general, we have a rule that when you have a machlux between Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi Shon Levy, the Allah follows Rabbi Shon Levy over Rabbi Yochanan. Um, and therefore, hefker is truly hefker, and the only only reason why there's three is like we're saying is that there's proof that he indeed indeed did make it hefker, and that's the story, and that's the end of the fourth chapter. Hachanalach, <laughs> ain't been a Okay, we have three more lines. <laughs> I can't take the singing. If you can adjust to. What? And take the singing. Oh, yeah, it's twirling, off, tune, off tune, off tune, off tune. Okay, so we, scared, we scared him off with the song. We thought maybe we could have yes, a party. Hand down again, yes, up again. okay, okay. It's all good, it's all good. So, the new parent We almost finished the like, team. Two more lines, you can't wait. Okay. Okay, we have partners that... Um, made a vow, it's kind of difficult, okay? You just don't, don't, that idea, okay? Your partners, you're, you're like, you're attached at the hip, and you make a net there not to benefit from each other. It's just, you're leading, you're, you're, you're setting yourself up for problems. But, unfortunately, this is the reality of life, that that does happen quite often, okay? Especially so if they're married, the especially if they're married. What? It's the morale of all I know, that's the moral <laughs> lesson of this, the stuff that people, get, you know, do things in anger, and, and mess themselves up, and exactly a mess and yeah. it's a mess to figure it, out. To figure it out right and it would have been a much shorter mislector if people would just you know have a cooling period before they even say <laughs> something like this cooling off. cooling off period right count to ten before you make a right? vow <laughs> alright yeah. alright anyway now it's what's WhatsApp, what's so, up, the right the you status can the status is terrible okay yeah. coffee <laughs> Right. partners that made a vow not to benefit one from another they're not allowed to even step foot into their jointly owned chadzer oh. neither, neither, <laughs> neither of them they messed themselves up they messed themselves the up <laughs> right, right. There you go. Now nobody can have it. happy? Yeah, who, who made yeah. the nadir over here? Both. Yeah, they both did. They, yeah. both did. they both did. Oh. I can't benefit from you. You make a vow. You can't benefit from me. Guess what? For you to use the field is benefiting from me. For me to use the field is benefiting from okay. you. That's the problem. Okay. Revlias, Vinyakov Omer. He disagrees. Each one can go into what belongs to him in this chotzer. And it's not called benefiting one from another, okay? Usneim asurim rechaim over the gadol and they're both going to be prohibited, even according to Rabbi ben Yaakov, for using the field in such a way that really inhibits or messes up with, messes with the other one, like putting in a millstone, a mill, um, setting up a mill there, an oven there, and raising chickens. We'll get to each. We'll get Are to, to all chickens? that. That's an example of something that uh, we'll see, but the, you can't use it. That, the, you can't use it in that way. But the point being is um, that it's uh, that we have here mach, important machlokas here between the tankama. That it's אסור to use the courtyard, and Reb says that you are allowed to. And the question, the question over here on the table that we really just need help with understanding is what is what are they really arguing in. Who's the halacha like? And that's what the run is going on and on. And really the question seems to be uh, a braver question, which is, can we say that it's clarified um, that what I'm stepping foot in is is really mine? I, we bought this... Yeah, first of all, you have to clarify that the Gemara is going to qualify this. And this is only talking about a chatzar that is an unsplittable type of chatzar, which means it's too small to, to actually cut in half and give each guy their own side. So it's like, a, you know, like some things are just too, it, it, it doesn't work, right? You have a studio apartment, you, there's no room to start splitting it up. You know what, what I'm saying? Life. You yes. can't cut it, you can't cut it in a line down the middle, then it's not functional to either side. So we're talking about that it's only functional to use at different times each, each person. So a lot of people do this. They they own an apartment, let's say in, in Israel, with jointly with another people, and they each have it. You know, I have, I have my days when I use it. You have your days when you use it. And, you know, then we rent it out when nobody's using it. We share the profits, and that's that, yeah. that's a that's an arrangement that actually can make sense. Okay, but question is is that uh, so? The Tanakam comes saying it's aser. Sounds like he holds. There's no breira because maybe you're, um, you know, maybe oh, I'm I'm really t- technically using it on. On on your time on your and therefore I'm benefiting from you, um, that's the one way of looking at it. And then there's Reb Yaakov who seems to be saying that uh, no, it's you know we, we it the fact that I'm using it today is is proof but uh, proof in proof in the pudding that this is my day, okay. And therefore I'm using what's mine, what belongs to me. I'm not benefiting from you at all, okay. That's the that's the simple way that. Run, of course, rejects and says that's not That's not what's going on over here. What's going on over here is a different thing altogether. Um, uh, it's so a, because the because the problem is is that is that technically Brera is you know when there's a there's a we have already established a rule about Brera What's the for is is yesh Braira or in Brera And the answer we say is that it depends. In rabbinic law, we say yeah well, we can be lenient and say we'll apply Brera yeah retroactive retroactivity works but in torah law, we're not going to let you rely on that okay and uh and this is you know nether net is written in the torah that, that you're bound to that so um and and who we're we like over here the choru we're passing like rabblez ben Yaakov. so that's that's a question contradiction in halacha. here rabblez ben is saying we don't worry about prayer and the tanakam is saying we well, do worry about prayer so what's the deal over here this is the problem that the ron is focused on, that's why there's so much ron. Yeah. He quotes different sources, yeah? Is there, is there such a thing as a, an untenable nether that they both made? That they wouldn't, why would not we go to a baked in or... A, remove it. Uh, yeah, remove it. <laughs> Can't they remove that? If I would have known that it wouldn't be functional, I couldn't function, I couldn't make a living, I would never have made this nether. Why, why isn't that the simple... That's simple? okay. okay yeah, this is... We we're, we're we're talking about until if first of all it's I don't know if you remember we had we, we had a we had a we had a, a few stories about going to the rabbis to free a person from a vow, yeah. and part of the and 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 depending on the on who needed the nullification of the vow, it wasn't uh, it wasn't so easy because they need to find an opening. But the opening they find is is that had you known that it would lead to this problem, would you have made that with such a vow? And you know, a person who's not a very thought out person would never have made a vow in those cases. But All if right. you remember, by any time a rabbi made a vow, they thought of every contingency so he says I, what about this he says I thought about that I still wanted to make the vow I thought about that too and I still wanted to make the vow and the guy was so upset that he got angry and he's like he's like mm. he's so frustrated he said I didn't think about the rabbi getting yeah. angry and, and that was the basis to nullify the vow I don't know if you remember <laughs> this <laughs> that, 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 that the guy who beat me up who hit me right, the, who was it the, 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 the bystanders saw the rabbi frustrated and gave me a slap I, that didn't, I didn't occur to me that. that that would happen that was open, I that was open, and that became the open. Right. But the point being is, is, that again, it doesn't answer your question. But all I'm saying is, is that depending on the person, sometimes they thought of all the scenarios, and you have to understand people are, you know, there's a the fact but that there's is an mentioned. expression of this yeah. means that it's true. People will cut off their nose despite their face. That's exactly what they're doing here. As long as you can't benefit, I'm okay with not benefit. You don't of think that happens. You don't think that happens. That happens yes, quite does. often. And, and, and regrets it down the road. Two <laughs> days, maybe three days. Probably. Yeah, in but that, yeah, that but in, the moment, in the moment. Regretting doesn't mean that they didn't mean it. You understand? Regretting is like afterwards. You know, do calm down. But when they made the that vow, we need something that had I known then, mm. I never would have made it then. That that's not exactly no. the case. Yeah, but back. if you're upset, you don't care about the consequences. You just do it anyways. But it, it only helps if you didn't realize the consequences. If someone said, look, you're not going to be able to meet your bills because you messed yourself up with visible function, would you still want to make this vow? Are you sure you want to do this? When they, when they go ahead and Okay, move. anyway, but again, you understand that, that uh, people people do, it's, do that. It's that's right. But anyway, that's, uh, listen, if, we all, if all we pick up from the sex in the dorm is not to get angry, we learned a lot,
1: okay. Oh, oh, oh. Gots, oh. Gots, right? Or Gots, not, to speak. Not, not
0: to speak when you're angry, and not mm-hmm. to write and don't write to the right. Not to not write. To don't speak. open your mouth in anger, um, yeah. uh, because you may regret what you're saying. Okay. So you're not those saying, are those are very valuable things. Okay? Is, that's saying, why a woman cannot learn the word. Okay. But you're saying it's not impossible. Yeah. It's not impossible for this to be resolved that way. If so what really did they would say? It's not possible to it's, what? It's are you possible. saying in this situation is it's not possible to, to know the vow, or just that that's not the case, and we have to? That's not the and, case, right? That's not the, the case. We're we're that's not the case. We're saying okay. saying that's not the case, or until they know the vow, this is the repercussions. Okay, that's got, all. Okay. okay well, that's all we're saying. We're not saying we're there's not, no option out. We're just saying exactly as is, this is the result. That's all. You right. should have to know what happened, what to do in the meantime. Right. Okay. But Rabbi, we're assuming that this chazer is is is. is in size of which only one of the parties could use it at exactly, time. exactly. It's, it's a only functional function. intact, it's not functional split, split exactly. And therefore, oh, so there's a here's the main chiddush that the points out up here, and he says he says that there's there's two kinds of braira, and this is what he really is explaining is that even though normally we say you know in Torah law we don't apply braira, this is not your regular braira, this is understood. When we bought this property together, that, every, you know, the, what the nature of our, how our arrangement is. There's gonna be times when I'm using it myself, there's gonna be times when you're using yourself, and when we don't need it, so then we'll rent it out or whatever it is. They, the understanding was 100%. It's not like it's a complete unknown and only later do we realize what we meant. We understood exactly what we meant. There was only one detail that wasn't ironed out, which is which exact days are gonna be for me and which exact days are gonna be for you. That's only like the it's a detail. It's not a true brera. The brera that's problematic is a brera where we have no idea in the beginning about this later occurrence, and then you know retroactively it becomes clear. That's that's a very we had no idea in the beginning what any of this comes later. Now we know that that's the kind of brera that we don't allow in a Torah law. But over here, this is basically everything is known in advance. The only thing missing is a detail. That's not called real breira. This kind of brera, even in the even in Torah law, works. And that's the principle. That's what we're stating over here. And that's the concept that the Ron you know, spends so much time explaining. And that's really the answer to the to how we can pass. Kind of like Reb Lezman Yaakov, who's saying everybody gets their own property, and, uh, and not like the Tanakama, who says that you're Osir. Now, even the Tanakama, there's a big question, because I'm, we know that, right, I can't, Prohibit you from your things. So how is it that my vow makes you prohibited to this field? It's yours. What's yours is yours. I have no power to. I can only prohibit my things. And the explanation in the Chachamim is that is that there's two parts to this. There's the the part that's yours, and then there's a you have a lean, uh, um, uh, you know, like a, there's like there's a, a shibud that I have to let you use it. That's part of it. In other words, we both own it together, and then I need to let you use it on your, on your time, and you need to let me use it on my time. Okay, that's, well, that's the way the Chacham are looking at it, which is a different construct. And once a leans, you have to realize, and this is an interesting idea, when you use a vow that's in terminology that's related to agdish, so that overrides the Shibud. It overrides liens. Even something that there's a lien on, it uproots such a lien. That's what we find that, like, there's an expression, hegdish, and shekhor is mafkim i'deishibud. Even though, like, you have a lien on my property, but a hegdish a, a that I did to my property subverts that, or, you know, like, knocks off, pops off that, that lien that exists. So, yeah, I'm... My I'm takes priority over... Exactly. It, 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 it has, it's like, like a, just like a government... When, you know, when they have, uh, uh, you know, certain liens on on property, whatever, yeah, you own it, but really you don't. Eminent domain. Like, whenever they need it, it's like, right, exactly. So, like, eminent domain, exactly. So, those are the types of things that can uproot everything. What's eminent domain? Eminent domain means that the city can can put a... You own land and and you want to extend the road, and you own the land... They can just take it from you. Mm-hmm. They, uh, have to pay, you know, they have to pay, yeah. but they choose what they want to pay. Right, it's, it's not, never going it. to be the market value. But right. Anyway, all right. You right. So something reasonable, but. All right. Anyway, that's the idea. We'll stop over here. Take it from here for tomorrow. And and the, the, one more question. Yeah. Are limitations in terms.